This is Stacy Hyde and I'm back for another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. We're closing in on April 15th, so a lot of you have already done your taxes. Some of you may have even received a refund or written your checks, although most people I know if they have to write a check, they wait until the last minute to mail them. Um, I also am in that boat. I'm not going to give the IRS my money any sooner than I have to. But it is important to take a few minutes and review your tax return. What, are you, what you're looking for is what was your income? That's on the front page of your tax return. It's called adjusted gross income. What was yours? So that's what your sort of tentative tax base. And then from that, you get your deductions. So that may be child tax credits, um, the standard deduction, or if you itemize, itemized deductions. Most people, since they raised the standard deduction to much higher levels, most people these days take the standard deduction. However, if you are pretty charitably inclined, you may be sort of right there on the cusp of itemizing versus standard deduction. And if that's you, you likely should basically make two years of charitable contributions in one year. So maybe throughout the year and then essentially prepay for next year at the end of this year. And then you don't give anything during the year. I know it can feel weird. And then starting in 2024, you do the same thing. So that's one thing. So then you get your taxable income after you take your adjusted gross income, less your deductions, you're left with your um, taxable income. And then you calculate your tax based on that. Well, there's two things I want you to get from your tax. Um, I want you to see what your marginal rate is. And what we mean by marginal is, what tax rate are you paying on that next dollar of income? So you could be in the 12% bracket or the 22% bracket. And it is interesting to note that the biggest increase in tax rates under the current tax tables is going from 12 to 22%. Because after 22%, it jumps up, but it jumps to 24%, not a big increase. So if you're close to that 22%, then you may want to consider pre-tax 401k or traditional 401k or pre-tax IRAs to make sure that you don't exceed that because that's a big, you know, saving 22% of every dollar can be very beneficial. So that's one thing you want to look at. And then you want to look at before you just kind of have your head explode that your taxes are so high, um, calculate your average tax rate. So that is the taxes that you owe divided by your total income. And so what you're trying to figure out is what is my average tax burden? It's not unusual to see people with a 22% marginal rate, but a 10% average rate. So that's something you want to just kind of figure out because that shows you how um, tax efficient you're being. For example, someone that has capital gains, maybe they sold some stock that they bought during the 
you know, the worst part of the pandemic or the beginning parts of the pandemic in March of 2020. They held them a year, they sold them, and that's long-term capital gains. Well, if you're in the 12% or lower tax bracket, then your capital gains rate is zero. So that's really gonna impact what your average tax rate is in that situation. So it's important to kind of get that, understand it. The other thing that you can look at, this is something that we did with my daughter and her husband this weekend, is we did their taxes, but then we said, okay, here's the number, but what if um, my daughter's a graduate student? So she has to pay um, income taxes both state because she doesn't live in Tennessee, Arkansas income taxes and federal income taxes, but the university doesn't withhold anything out of her pay. So we ran the numbers and looked to see how much it would save her if they contributed instead to a pre-tax IRA. And it was a pretty good number. So it was like a 25%, um, they say 25 cents on every dollar and they had some money sitting in savings that they were had sort of earmarked for long-term savings. So they contributed that to an IRA and reduced their um, taxes due by quite a bit, particularly in their case um, to the state of Arkansas. So there are certain things you can do there. And then if you um, say you're a college student working um, and you don't earn a whole lot, but you may actually qualify or be able to participate in a plan through your work um, and you make a Roth IRA, Roth 401k contribution, well, there's a thing called the Savers Tax Credit that you are gonna get some money back on your taxes by saving for retirement. How cool is that? So there's little things you can do. So I would encourage you to look at your tax return, try to see where, you know, how much you paid, your average rate, your marginal rate, and if there are any things you can do during 2022 to minimize those numbers going forward. So I know this can be a bit confusing, but it is really worth spending um, 15 or 30 minutes. And if it's not something you're comfortable with, maybe sit down with a friend um, or a family member that is more inclined to get them to help you look through that with you. That's all for today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. This is Stacy Hyde.